So let's jump into it. It's so wonderful to see everybody. Thank you so much for coming. All the new faces, or new face, and older faces. Um, it's such a privilege to be sitting here with all of you. And jumping back into our limud of the inner dimension of Shabbos. I mean, we've been learning a lot about Anabekoyach in the previous shiurim. And we were mashlim 26 shiurim, as the 27th shiur. So it had to be like a break just to recognize that. 26, shame Yudke Vavke. And now we're jumping right back into the middle of Anabekoyach. So let's just, we'll do a bit of a review. Let's see, just a test for myself to see how much of it I remember. We said that there's a concept called Gedula Simincha. Or it's not just HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Chesed, but there's an extra thing called Gedula Simincha, Tatir Tzerura. And we referred to what that is, that energy, what's Gedula Simincha, is HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Chesed is so great that he doesn't just give, but he actually creates the vessel, and then he gives, he gives, to it, right? So Himama strengthens the Kli, and then he puts into the Kli. We're going to learn, actually, in the context of this stanza now, Chasen Kadosh, we're going to learn a bit more about that idea. And that was the first stanza. So with that incredible energy within creation, Tater Tzerura, let's just break all boundaries in the first place. There shouldn't even be a Kli, there shouldn't be anything. Just total expansivity, total expansion. We should be finished with the Olam Teva. We should move into a world of Ruchnias. That was the first Stands on the Rosh Tevis is Aleph Beis Gimel Anabukayach Gedulas is Gematria six, and that's the six directions of the physical world. And Yud Taf Tzadi is a lashon of to, to shatter, to break. Yitatz is to break, and so that reflected the um, the uh, the message of the stanza. How am I doing so far? Good. Good. Yeah. Okay. Let's. <laughs> I'm trying my luck over here. Let's see stanza number two. Um, stanza number two. Is we spoke about the concept of Rina, Rina's Isis Haner, and it's the Indian of the flame, it's the stanza of Gvura, the whole shame Membez, like we talked about in the very first year in Anabakrach, is the shame of creation as opposed to the shame Ayin Bez, which is Gematria Chesed, which is about shattering the laws of creation, which is Kriyas Yamsov. Right? The, the, the first 42 letters in the Torah until the Bez of Boihu is the root of the shame membez, which is nature. And that's manifest in the second stanza, which is connected to the Midah of Gevura. And we say, Kaba Rina Samcha, Rina Haner, fire pushes upward. It's that energy that's yearning, yearning, jumping, rising, wanting to get closer to its source. And that emerges in Rina in song, Kabal Rinas Amcha Sagvenu Taharenu Naira. Purify us, uplift us, Naira, awesome one. That was the concept of what we had learned about Rina. And that was stanza number two. Thank you for coming. Do we have more sheets? Are there enough? If not, so maybe look on with the person next to you if you can. Then the third stanza, which is Kanagati Ferris, we said, Yachid Geya La Amcha Secha. We spoke about Am Yisrael's unique aspect. Who are we? What is our essence, right? Our nation. Yachid Geya La Amcha Penei. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, turn to your nation. Yachid Geya La Amcha Penei. No. What's the third stanza? Kval Hashamim, yes. Is that the end of the stanza? Kabar is going to turn. Nagibar, thank you. Yes, I was. Nagibar Darshi Yechudcha Kval Hashamim. That's what it was. The nation of Am Yisrael is Darshi Yechudcha. And in that sense, we threaten the nations of the world because 
from our standpoint, they're a part of us, and we're not a part of them. Meaning to say that we're here to be able to spread a message of achdos, of unity, to all of humanity, to unite everybody, as the Psukim and the Nevuah and the Nevi'im tell us, the whole world gets together and serves a Kodesh Baruch Shem Echad. Right, we spoke about that collectivity, the possibility that all of humanity can stand up as one unit and recognize and live in consciousness of a creator. It's very simple. And we're going to get there, Be'ezus Hashem. So we said, guard them like the pupil of an eye. Why the pupil of an eye? We spoke very much about the concept of Chachma. Chachma as opposed to Bina. Bina is hearing. You can only hear one thing at a time. Two people talking to you can't, can't hear the, the words. But seeing, you see the big picture. And that's Am Yisrael's Inyan. We're connected to the concept of chachma, seeing, ri'ia, ezu, chacham, haraya, esanoilad. Therefore, yachid geya la'amcha penei, no, also not, nagibar darshe yichudcha, as I'm thinking of yichud, darshe yichudcha, right? That nation that seeks your unity, so kevava shamrein. So then, that's why there's an eyelid, to be able to cover over, to protect that nation that's committed to your, to your oneness. Then we had, the stanza of Barchem, right? Barchem, Tarem, Rachamitzit, Kascha, Tamid Gamlim was very complicated. We learned about Sedek and Sadik. If you remember, that was the, the, the most recent shir that we had, which was a, a long while ago, and Tzedakah. Tzedek, Tzadik, and Tzedakah. And we spoke over there about concepts of Yichud, Kuchibruch, and Shchinte, and, and, and Rachamim, Tamid Gamlim, that ultimately we should be earning the Chesed that Akadosh Baruch Hu gives us. Not just that it should be chasadim, but that we should, we should get it together in this world. We should make all the yichudim that are necessary to be made through our Torah and our Avaidah. Okay, so those are the, four, the first four stanzas. There was some Rosh Hashanah stuff that I'm leaving out for now. Um, okay, we'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to try and test ourselves if we can take a look back at Anabakayach and see if we can remember what the meaning and the message of the Rosh Hashanah were of those other three stanzas. But now we're going to focus in on stanza number five. Chasin kadosh beroiv tuvcha nahel adasecha. Chasin. Chasin means powerful one. Chasin. Mighty one. Kadosh holy one. Chasin kadosh beroiv tuvcha. Beroiv tuvcha. And your great goodness nahel adasecha. Guide your nation. Guide your nation. Was it like in multinative the like chasin is like resilience? Powerful, yeah. I'm saying in like Rosh Hashanah is that is that the same as like a strength of resilience or love that? We're gonna to have to look. I mean, he brings a pasuk over here. We refer to Hakadosh Baruch Hu Mikamecha Chasin Ka. It's a, it's a it's a reference to power, to might, and that that's very connected to the concept of resilience. That's one form of might. But Chasin is we're gonna learn like the the energy that upholds everything else, all other energies. It's the pillar that holds everything together. We're going to learn about that. Okay, so this is going to take at least two weeks. We're just going to start, open the sugya now, and then next week we'll carry on. And let's take a look. We'll just move through. This is Mamish by way of Hakdama. Mamish, there's a whole lot in the Sefer about, about this stanza. I don't think we'll learn every single word, but at least this part is very important to learn together inside. Okay, so let's take a look at, at, at this stanza. Chasin Kadosh. That we're asking a Kurdish Baruch Hu to guide us. We all need guidance. Says Rav Rubin Sasson in his Sefer Ta'al Lechaim on Abukayach. He says in the previous page, which I left out, it's a little bit more Kabbalistic, that Chasin Hu Bechinas Hakinwe Ala Shemiz Baruch Kimi Shema'amid Es Hakal. We refer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu with this word Chasin when we speak about the aspect in which HaKadosh Baruch Hu supports. Everything. 
the basis, the foundation for everything else. That's the aspect of Hashem that we refer to when we refer to chasen. We know from the Medrash in the beginning of Shemais that every name of a Kodesh Baruch Hu that we have is just lefimaisai ani nikra, Kodesh Baruch Hu says. It doesn't have a name, right? It, it, each name is reflective of one of the aspects of this Ein Sof, this infinite force called Yudke Vavke, called Hashem, the Creator. So chasen refers to that element, kimisha ma'amid es hakol. How a Kodesh Baruch Hu has this incredible, infinite strength, Gvura, with this elevated kind of sovereignty and power and control, I'll call Habriya over everything. Because that which underlies everything must necessarily overwhelm everything, right? Because it sits at the core, at the premise. It's, it's all there is, right? And so it's upholding everything. It has total control and it can decide when it wants to shake to the left or shake to the right. In a physical sense, it is literally the ground of being. It is, it is all there is. Holding up everything, holding everything together. That's called chasin. He says that we see this in the Pasuk in Tehillim, that this word the whole passage, which we're going to read now in a, in, a, in a minute, the next line, is referring to Hashem's elevation. And again, every concept that we refer to when we say elevated, elevation is a physical concept, right? We're in this physical realm, there's up and down. And so we can say that something is, is down and, and that's on the bottom, and then something is elevated, it's on a hill or it's on a cliff, it's on a mountain. When we refer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu as being elevated, we don't mean that he's the tallest being there is, right? He's beyond, beyond the realm of, of space. So tall is, is not a concept as it relates to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's not tall, right? Tall is only relative to space, and that's our um, experience in the world of, of Asiya, really, which reflects the world of Yitzira, that getting to this, which is the realm of spaces. That's the letter Vav of Yudke Vavke that manifests in the He. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu is well beyond the Vav of Yudke Vavke. He's well beyond the first He. He's even beyond the first Yud. And he's even beyond the Kutsa, the Ois Yud, which we've spoken a lot about in this year. It's ain't so. He's beyond any kingdom. He's beyond anything. What's that? So Chasin is a reference to that element, which I'm, I'm referring to now. The beyond. The beyond, right. So I'm, I'm, but I'm, but I, right. So I'm being ma'er now that when we say, what does it mean? Hashem is miroimam, we mean it metaphorically, in a philosophical sense, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the, the tallest. What does it mean to be tall in a philosophical sense? It means to be kadum, that which is more imperative than that which comes after it. Right? So for example, if you have a creator and a creation, the creator is taller than, than the creation. In what sense? Because it preceded it. It preceded it. And even though HaKadosh Baruch Hu is beyond time, so that concept is also not useful, so we can't even say Akadosh Baruch Hu preceded uh, earlier, or, you know, earlier beings in a realm that's beyond time and beyond space. Can't say came before, but you can say more imperative. The source of something is fundamentally beyond the thing that it caused. The Siba, right, is beyond. I'm sorry. The the misavev, the one that causes, is beyond. Is taller than. Is precedes the the. Soivev, right? That which is we don't always say that created. created in what sense? Seeds create trees. So in that sense, that the seeds that precede the tree. Right. In Hanami, and, the, and you're saying the tree is taller. Yeah. Right. However, that, that's true, and that's why that's why it's a it's a it's a muscle, it's a metaphor. But we would be right in saying that in a sense, the seed is 
is bigger than is bigger than the tree is more powerful in a sense than the tree because the tree is caused by the seed and so in that sense the seed is 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 infinitely more kadum right in a sense than the, than the than the tree now you could also argue that the fruit from which that seed came is more kadum than the seed and the and the and the tree that came before that etc right but by Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and that's why he is our God it's a very powerful idea is that Jewish philosophy has defined our perception of God so incredibly broadly that we could not imagine a broader God, so to speak, a higher, more mufshat, more kadam. That, that is why we serve Yud Kevavke and nothing else. Because we're not just interested in finding some spiritual concept and being that we, you know, hashlechal, some ship, ke'ilu in an ocean that m- might be chained to a bigger ship that maybe might be chained to a bigger ship. It's like, we found the biggest ship there is. I mean, that we found, like, this is, the, we, we call it ilas ha'ilas, that even if you'll find things in nature or even in the spiritual realm that seem to be the cause of something else, good, go beyond that. And if there's something beyond that, good, that's not God either. Go beyond that. Until you encounter conceptually the source of all sources, we say that's the being that's that's rightly to serve. That's the being that's right to serve, and that's called chasin. It's called the, the the ground, right? It doesn't it doesn't go bigger. It does not go bigger than the ain't self, than the infinite. You hear? Okay, so back inside. So now, that was just a clarification on the word of Omeraimam, Al-Kal So what does that mean? Hashem is elevated above, above anything. It's all metaphors. Shekain cause of the Pasuk until him says, Ki mi b'shachak yarech l'Hashem, yidm l'Hashem b'menei elim, who in the heavens can compare to, to, to Hashem, yidm l'Hashem b'menei elim, among all the, the, the great powerful spiritual beings, who, who, there's nothing. There's nothing comparable to Hashem. Kel Naritz beside Kadoshim Rabba. This 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 Kel Hashem who's, who's elevated and, and uplifted beside Kadoshim Rabba. The Noiral Kol Seviva that's so powerful on all of his surroundings. Hashem Alikate Tzavaka is Hashem God of all Tzavaka is all the angels, all the heavenly hosts. Mi Kamaycha Chasin Ka. Who is like you? Chasin Ka. Here we use the word Chasin. That munascha svivaisecha surrounded by your faithfulness. Beautiful. Can be. Can be. That if Yudke is seen as the beginning of Yudke Vavke, then Chasin is even before Ka. Could be. A beautiful Pshat. Ata Moishal Begeyas Hayam. You are ruling over the, 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 the loftiest waves. Bisvoy Galavata the Shabchem. So if you notice that just the, the context, all the different words that are being used here and the concepts are talking about the roimimus. It's all talking about nothing is comparable to you. You're beyond everything. And in many different ways, David HaMelech expresses that. And the word chasin shows up in that context. So he says, Hine mikra mefurish, this clear open Pasuk teaches us that this is what this word is trying to allude to us when we start to mature in our perception of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and we stop thinking about the man in the sky or, or even some vague concept of a creator. It's like, there's, a, there's what to study here. There's what to study. There's, there's a whole mesechta, you know, and thousands and thousands and thousands of pages in, in, um, in the Svarim of Pneumius HaTorah that really break down for us how, how do we approach this being that, that is supposed to occupy the forefront of our consciousness. All right, so this is one aspect of it, chasen. Why, why, why is he putting the name Hassan not with an abbreviation as if it's a gap, as if it's not a name of Hashem? Because it's not. It's not It's not one of the names of Hashem. It's a kinui of one of the names of Hashem. 
There is Yud Kevavke, which is the Shem HaEtzem. That's the primary essential name. Then there are the other Shemas, of which there are ten, that are offshoots of Hashem's primary name that are called Shemas. Each of those Shemas then has Kinuyim. For example, Yud Kevavke is the primary Shem HaEtzem of a Kodesh Baruch. Kel is a name of Hashem that is Shein and Imchak, right? It's Mamish, one of the names of Hashem, but it alludes to the Midah of Chesed. Now, there are Kinuyim for the shame of Kel. For example, Gadol is a Kinoy for the shame Kel, which is a shame that's connected to the shame Yud Kevavke. How is it a Kinoy? We know HaKel, HaGadol, HaGibar, VaHanoira. When we refer to Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov in the Brach of Aves, Gadol is, is Chesed. Chesed is another kinoy. These are not these are not the shemos, but these are the kinuyim, which is like the the titles, the associative words or descriptive words of the shemos themselves. So chesed is not a shame. It's not a shame, but that doesn't mean that it's an arbitrary terminology that we use to refer to Hashem. It's very specific. Okay, so that's 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 what this is. For much more on that, take a look at the Sefer Shari Oira, the fifth parak, fifth shar really of Shari Oira. Very, very lengthy, but he addresses this point exactly if you want to look into that much more. Much, much more. Okay? Fine. Muva kinoi chasin. Umash meshum achuvin klape roi mumasein saif. Shime al hakol. This is what we refer to the roi mumasein saif that's beyond, that's above and beyond everything else. Okay. Laorzois nuchal haskalul haven shatay chasin balavate games hachasinos. So, Memela, we could understand that if we refer to Chasin in this, in this uh, context of Hashem being so miroimam, so then it also refers to the, the fundamental strength of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Here, I think it means resilience. In this context, it does not falter, right? Is that the word resilience we would use for that? Is there another word? Something that doesn't... Reliable. Doesn't it's sturdy? Maybe sturdy. It's it's a it's a kind of strength that is expressed in the immovable nature of a thing. It is essential. It's 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 implanted. Right? There's another word for that. We, we see the word the word like chus chusa. Is rachem? Yeah. Yeah. It, there must yeah. be some connection. There has to be. There has to be. There, and there, and there is there 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 is very deeply. Of course, there is. I don't I don't want to get into this whole thing now. But th- but think about it. It's very easy to to understand yeah. the connection, right? What is the power that underlies all of creation? Oilam chesed yibana, right? We're referring to here essentially. If you want to get a, a step further, which is the part that I didn't include from the previous page, is that chasen is keser. It's the ha- It's the first gilui of alukos. It's and what's keser is rachamim gemurim. That place is called the the oitzer matnas chinam. That a person doesn't need to earn or deserve anything. It overrides the system. It's called the zakin mali rachamim. It's the source for the yud gimel midas um, uh, uh, the yud gimel uh, midas harachamim, which are connected to the beard. It, it's it's the highest place there yeah, there is. That's right. That's and so what underlie that, that that's exactly right. Because theoretically, and I mentioned this, the thing that comes the first is also the thing that binds the the, the very end together because it, it's like it's the premise. The premise of a of a of a of a of a thesis paper, let's say, with like the premise, what do they call it? The abstract, what you have at the beginning of an academic paper must include and re- and become revealed at the very end of the paper because what what's the tachlis of the abstract? It describes well, what am I doing in this paper? That means seif masa b'machshavat chila. What is Hakadosh Baruch Hu doing in the world? He wants to reveal his rachman. He wants to reveal his rachmanus in creating human beings who will be like him, 
and manifest their tzalim elokim to reveal the way in which Hakadosh Baruch Hu is full <coughs> is full of rachamim. It's the chos and then rachim. It's the the rachim comes out of the chasid. Yeah. Yes. 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 So that's that's beautiful. It's a beautiful connection, and he he's going to discuss a little bit something similar to that. Okay, so that, ah, so now that we're talking about chasen in the sense of roimamos, we refer to chasen as this resilient, this amud ha'emsa, this 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 primary fundamental foundation that doesn't shake. She amadas Nothing in the world can cause this element to, to shake or to falter in any way. Hakedusha chasinahi blipigia. What is the strongest, most immovable force in the world? The force of Kedusha. It's immovable. It's unshakable. It's Be'etzem. It's there. Amdam Ba'olam. Yeshnam Nefilas Rabbis. Now the world is full of Nefilas. The world is full of different possibilities of making mistakes and, you know, journeying down all kinds of twisted, mistaken alleyways. Tum of It's full of impurity and it's full of weakening. It's possible for creatures to, to fall. It's possible. That's why the world is created with the letter Hey, the Gemara Menachas, because it has a big empty space on the bottom. It's very shy to fall. But the realm of Kedusha, which is also must be connected to the realm of Emes. Emes is, is Kadosh. Emes and Kedusha are connected. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't move. It doesn't shake. And that's why just a tiny point, you know, we're, we're going through such turbulent times now and, 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 and we're experiencing impossibly challenging, in impossibly challenging onslaught of, of evil um, in the world. And there's, a, there's an element there in which like, where's Hashem in all of this? You know, it, it, it's like a direct hit, like one of those Israeli rockets, Mamash to the base of the building where it shakes everything. It shakes your belief in humanity. It shakes your, your faith that like there's, there's any hope that the world can progress and can proceed and can develop and can evolve. It's like, if this is where we're at in 2023, it's like, what's the point? Like, what is the point, you know? But along with all of that, remember that MS is chasid. It just remains MS. The good will always be the good. And you'll have a, a, a choice every moment. Do you want to contribute to the good? Or do you want to ignore that and, and, and fall into Yish in such a way that, that Chas Shalom you can contribute to the other side in whatever small, tiny way? Good doesn't stop being good just because there's a whole lot of evil in the world. On the, I would say on the contrary, it highlights and it magnifies the importance of doing everything that we possibly can to try to to try to increase the light of MS and kindness and compassion and nuanced thinking and 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 Bikosha MS. Like all those things don't go away. You could say what you want to say about Hashem, but like kindness is kindness. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 there. And we know that that's what, I, that's what Hashem wants us to do. So in that sense, you can't really run too far away from it. All the while that you're a human being, all the while that you're a Jew, you have inside of you the compulsion to do good. So the Kedusha is, is chasin. Lots of stuff happen in the world. MS is MS. Kedusha is Kedusha. Doesn't, doesn't falter. Doesn't falter. Zois mishum 
Like we said, Hashem is chasid. He's miraimam. What does it mean, miraimam? It means that a Kaddish Baruch Hu sits at the core of the whole thing. Because he is the Kedusha. He is the good. He is the force of good. He is the possibility of engaging with good. He is the good inside of us. The good that wants to emerge in the world. If it's possible to close the doors, the noise is sharing. Thank you so much. And no weakness in creation could begin, could begin to impact that core of goodness that will never falter. As long as there's human beings in the world, there will always be a human being who is able to point a finger at evil and say, that's, that's not good. That, that will never change. Even if there are many human beings who have had their perception warped to the point that they don't, they don't anymore know, you know, there will always be a spirit of, of justice in the world because there will always be HaKadosh Baruch Hu's life force in the world and he is synonymous with that, with that, with that force of goodness. Why? Why does that mean that there will always be something to point it out? Everybody might lose sight of it and completely be blind to it. Tzadikim won. There's no guarantee there'll always be... Of course, we know, as long as Amishra is here, there will always be somebody, but what's the hechrech that there will always be somebody just because there's condition in the world? There's a lot of tumult, there's a lot of blindness, a lot of darkness. First of all, I can't imagine a massive in which you know, every single human being falls to such a to such a state, and Hashem still sees it fit to continue the world. Meaning, I think that you know, if if that Lu Yitzur that were to happen, it's it's Tayyavavayu and it's Chayshech and it's and it's back to it's back to Tayyavavayu. Ah, Parshas Nayach, right? In a sense, in a sense, right? Meaning, it's not just that Hakadosh Baruch Hu chose one man to save; it's that because Nayach was was a big tzaddik. <laughs> as the song tells us. So there was a reason to save the world. So it's, it's not that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to destroy the whole world and he's like, eh, may as well you know, carry on humanity. He plucked some random person and he carried the world on. No, the world would have been completely destroyed. Nah, may have become corrupted. Yeah, he may have. And then he would, have, he would have been gone with the rest of them. But all the while that there's one, one spark of justice, the story carries on. So that's that's why I think like there will there will always be there will always be. aside from the fact that we have a much more optimistic vision of, of how this is going to go as it's Hashem we have to um, okay let's go a little bit lighter okay just see how how, long, how much how long have we been. Mm-hmm. The holy light, the light of holiness. Of goodness, of MS, it is what's powering this whole place. It's why we are alive, is to engage with this spirit and to do our part to channel it into the world to the best of our capability. It's, it's, it's impossible for the weakness within the Bria to cross that gvul and to begin to attack and to impact the shirish of everything. It remains firm. They don't have any essential force. Everything is already from Hashem. Meaning, the reason that there's the capacity to ignore the good 
is weiter because HaKadosh Baruch Hu built this into the system that it has to be there for the ultimate revelation of the good, which is like the Ramchal explains at length in his farm to turn everything that appeared to be ra itself into good. So it's part of the picture too. It's also part of the system. There needs to be evil. There needs to be the capacity to choose. But it's not a separate force that's attacking the good. It's part and parcel of the gilui of the good. Part and parcel of that. Mm-hmm. The axe cannot begin to attack the person who's holding it. Person goes to chop wood with the axe. The axe can't attack him. He's holding it. The axe doesn't have any strength on its own. Sure, it can it can chop wood, but only as an extension of the force of the one that's chopping the wood with it. So all the nephilas, the falterings, or impurity in the world, it, it can do nothing to detract from, from what's right, from just what's right. So you can have quantitatively thousands and thousands and thousands of people who are acting in a way of, of pretzels, let's say, for example. That won't do away with the fact that there's something very elevated and moral about Sneas. You see, it doesn't make a difference. Meaning even if Luyutsir, let's say all humanity, let's even go so far as to say that for, for ex- theoretically, every single human being fell into such a state where they could find no uh, moral benefit in a person um, 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 respecting their own dignity enough to, to, to act in a way of Sneas, it was both for men and for women, or to dress in a way of Sneas, right? That would do nothing to detract from the fact that as an ideal, the truth is that one of the distinctions between man and animal is that the human being has a sense of, 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 of for, for whatever this thing is called, called sneers, whatever, what, whatever it is, there are many angles of it. This is something human. This is something bound up with dignity and that which is right. It will do nothing to detract from the fact that there is a pagam in, 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 in people acting in ways that they, that they shouldn't be acting um, just because many, 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 many people are doing it. it. It doesn't detract from the fact that MS is MS is MS. It just is. It just is. So it cannot do anything. It's the essential life force of everything. And so this is the aspect of the goodness of the Kudsha Baruchu, of a Kodesh Baruch Hu's energy in the world, that's chasin. It is the premise for all of creation. It is the ultimate goal and objective of all of creation. And it runs throughout every split second of creation like an iron beam that's unshakable. This is a big nechama. It's a big nechama for what's going on today. Because there's so much noise and there's so much confusion and there's so much conflict and there's so much... There's so much agony and, and pain in the world and suffering and fracture that to be able to remember that underlying all of that, you know, the, the cult mama daka, the, the small, still, thin voice that whispers about what is fundamentally good is still accessible and is always accessible and is always one choice away from being channeled, which is what we're here for, to be brought into our experience of consciousness and action and thereby released into the world. Like that's what we're here for. What a Pella. What a Pella. I just want to, want to say one other thing. I mentioned it in a shir um, that I gave on online 
uh, last week, I think, two weeks ago. Inasmuch as what's going on in Eretz Yisrael is, is not a political battle, it's not, it's not, well, maybe at this point it is, it could be 11 days in, you know, not so posh it, but at least in the very beginning, you know, after what was done and the reaction of every decent person throughout the world, it's just every human being, every, every person, which is called decency, to react with disgust and horror and so on and so forth, at that point it's not a political, it's no longer about a land dispute, you know, and about grievances that do in fact go back for, for, for many, many decades. And I, I dare even say on both sides, I don't know, all of a sudden every Jew must be an IDF supporter and believe that the Israeli government is, is full of malachim. You know, it's like all of a sudden, like, I don't know that. I, you know what I'm saying? I don't know not, but I, I like, I, I don't know. I don't know. But I do know that there's a lot of pain on, on, on both sides. Doesn't mean that every cause is just, but there, 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 is, there, is, there is pain. There's a lot of pain and there's a lot of history. There's a lot of trauma, a lot of trauma, right? But what happened in the day following the attack has nothing to do with the dispute or politics at all. It has to do with decency, goodness, humanity, compassion versus evil. That, that's it. It's not about which side you're on. And it's not even that's why the, the, the rallies, the pro-Palestinian rallies, are, are they have no shaykhis to, to what actually happened here. Meaning to say you can, if you're a nuanced thinker, theoretically, if you found yourself on that side of the, of the, of the aisle, you can find yourself to be absolutely pro-Palestinian, free Palestine and all the rest, and at the same time, be absolutely horrified by what happens. Like, it, 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 you know, in, in southern Israel, over seven hours, a question where the IDF was is, 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 I think, an important one. But outside of that, right, there's a lot. There's a lot going on here. There's a tremendous amount going on here. But pulling us back, that's not our topic and that's not the point. I'm not a political commentator. You didn't come here to hear that. It's not the point. The point is that in as much as that's what it was at the core so I don't have to be a soldier fighting on the on the front lines. Hashem should protect every single one of them. Amen. To be in, to be involved, because that means that, in as much as it's a battle between good, mamish good and evil. So then every little bit of. I don't want to say evil, but darkness, the chas v'shalom I allow to become picked up by my general consciousness and channeled down my being into thoughts and words and then finally actions, chas v'shalom, I'm, con I'm contributing to the energy that manifests in such, a, in such an acutely, agonizingly, horrifyingly uh, intense way. Midat maruba, which is what I want to get to, of course. Every tiny little act of goodness, every tiny little act of care for another human being, Recognizing the essential dignity of another human being, being patient, not radical, not, not extreme, being calm, being loving, being caring, sensitive, and so on and so forth. You literally contribute to the, to the, to the fight. You are literally mamish. It's not even metaphorical. It's not, it's not saying, listen, I'm helpless and I'm halfway, you know, I'm five hours away and I, and I, I don't know how to fight and, and, and I'm with my wife only. Of course, I don't, I don't know, you know, how to, how to I, I never shot a gun. And so what shaykhs do I have? No. And so therefore, I may as well turn inward and try to be the best person I can. No. It's literally, literally, literally manifesting energy into that we have to manifest goodness. 
We have to manifest goodness into the world. Goodness, goodness, goodness. And that's why I just want to mention, I mentioned it in the shir that I gave, and I know it might be jarring for some of you, but I, I, it's not really a concern of mine, it's your business. <laughs> it, doesn't hold, it doesn't prevent me from saying jarring things. I say what I believe. You know, you're welcome to take it or leave it. Um, I, I don't think that, that, that the way that we should be approaching what's going on in Gaza is with, is with delight and celebration and joking and, and, and whatever. I, just, I, I don't think that that's the, uh, the, uh, a proper manifestation of our essential Jewish spirit of Baishanim and Rachmanim and Koim Lichasadim. I just don't see how those two things go together. You can believe that Israel has a right to do everything it's doing and still cry when you look at, p- at pictures of, of, of little children um, who, who, who also have mothers and, and also have fathers and siblings and, and, and whose trauma is very real, etc., etc. Like You could say both of those things. I don't see why we have to go so radically to one side where all of a sudden it's, 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 it's a mark of simplistic thinking that I don't, I don't see a need to engage with. So, so... So it turns out that part of the way that we react to this very situation is going to be, well, what are we contributing to? And if we can magnify our compassion and we can cry for the state of the world and we can, and we can daven that like it shouldn't be a matter of proportion or response or justification or just cause. It should just be like, how are we in this situation? Like we're, how, how are we here in the broadest, broadest sense? Can't we wake up, all of us, and the question is like, well, who's going to wake up first? You know, it's like if Israel stops, then they'll be destroyed. And if the Palestinians stop, so then, then Victor, you know, they feel that they were kicked out of their land and, and, and living in, in hovels, etc. Like, you know, so who's going to be the first? Like, who's going to, who's going to make? Well, why can't we dive in that a Kodesh Baruch who should send such a Ruach? It's not, it's not beyond him. That it's Boim Ka'achas. That at the very same time, like a brand new consciousness should, should reach humanity where people are like, hey, you know, life is really short and it's not about power. And let's find a way that we can live together. Um, let's find a way that we can stop. We can stop. That that's what all the the, the neviim describe. They describe a ruach adasha, like a new spirit coming down. Why can't we dive in for that? So what I'm suggesting is that we need to lift our head outside of the constriction of this particular moment in Jewish history, and even outside of the broader context of the conflict, and even outside of the broader understanding. And just look at the, the, the whole, just look at the whole thing. Like imagine you're in a spaceship just retreating from the whole planet. Earth, just a tiny little dot. They say that it's very, very powerful to be an astronaut and to see the whole earth with, with all of its noise of history and conflict and tension and complexity and just totally still and just to, to look at it. It's a tiny little marble. So much so that I, I had the opportunity at one point, I can't remember exactly what it was, but there was a video on YouTube of, of somebody who went in um, to one of these exper- experimental, I think it costs hundreds of thousands of dollars, to be taken up, not astronauts, but to be taken up, um, what's it called? Like a non-astronaut, like a civilian, I think. A, 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 yeah, it, 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 space a space tourist, tourist yeah. or something like that. It costs like disgusting amounts of money, hundreds of thousands of dollars, and they take them up to the edge of space, like where it's taka dark, and then they come back down in a parachute. And I was watching this video of one of the guys that went up. And I want to tell you, Imamish, it brought me to tears. Imamish, I wasn't there. I didn't even have to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars, which is a free YouTube video. So um, it was, it, and Imamish, Imamish, it was Miragesh to see that. I'll try to find the link, I'll send it to you. Is there people crying when they see it? Right. It was, it was Imamish, it brought me to tears. 
it brought me to tears because like there is so much avoidable pain so much avoidable pain and uh, we have to dive in so, so right now I think we're being called upon to imagine that we're just retreating from the whole thing and think big, 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 big and dive in big not just Davin, that the IDF soldiers should be successful in this particular mission at this particular point in time so that we should go back to regular life. <laughs> no. Of course that's part of our tefillahs. Of course we make Mishabayrachs for Tzahal and our brothers and Zvichuleh. But what about Davening like for Mashiach, for Mamash Mashiach, for the whole world to just, to be what a Kurdish Baruch envisioned it could be and it will be. That's, that's, that's what I'm feeling. Why did I get into this whole rant? Anybody even remember anymore? What was I talking about? Chasen ka'ah? Recognize the evil objectively. Ah, beautiful, right, that's right. Meaning to recognize what, what evil is and then recognize that the good is, is so near to us. It's, it's literally, it's, it's there already and it's waiting for us to just plug our, our cord into the outlet of the good and it starts to channel into us and then it becomes magnified in the world. And in that way we can absolutely contribute to the healing. That's what we're called upon to do. That's what it means. It's very simple. Choose to channel life into the world. That's what my blessing is for myself. My blessing is for all of you, for all of Am Yisrael, for the whole entire world, that people should recognize that is the goal. That is the Tzalem Elokim. Okay, Ezra Hashem will continue next week. Um, we covered very, very, very little, but also very much. And that's it. And so we're, we're in this for the long game. Not in a rush. As Hashem, we have many long, happy, healthy years to learn together. Amen. Hopefully, in Yerushalayim or Kodesh, and um, the Seder. Now we're gonna, we're gonna we'll, we'll sing a little bit together.